Hi, I'm Mackenzie. I have autism. But this podcast isn't really about that exactly. And I'm Andrea. I'm friends with Mackenzie. What our podcast is about is conversations and connections. It's about how we are the same and how we are different. For each episode, Mackenzie and I interview a different guest. Some of our guests experience intellectual and developmental disabilities, also known as IDD, and some don't. We talk about friendship, family, adulthood, and when it comes up, disability. Our podcast is called Everybody In because we are so interested in everybody. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. I'm Andrea Moore, one of your hosts for Everybody In, a podcast conceived and produced by The Wayfaring Band. And of course, as always, I have the one, the only, the fabulous Mackenzie. Hi, my name is Mackenzie Bove Nickel, and I'm the co-host with Andrea Moore on this podcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. We're super excited. We've got a great guest. Good show planned. Uh, who is our guest today, Mackenzie? Our guest is the one, the awesome <laughs> Ryan Farwell. Ryan Farwell. A frequent traveler with the Wayfaring Band, a friend of ours, uh, actually a high school friend of yours. Yeah. Um, so you're going to go, go way back. Tell us some embarrassing way stories. Back. Maybe some <laughs> <laughs> bring all of the skeletons out of Ryan's closet. Um, okay. But before we dive in with Ryan, Mac, tell us a little bit about the format today. All right. So this time, Andrea is going to ask the questions to Ryan and I'm going to listen and join in to the conversation when to do so. Yeah, just whenever. Uh, especially with the whole high school stuff. Keep <laughs> keep Ryan honest. Let us know if he's lying about anything. Um, but yeah, we're just going to grill him like we do, try and get to know this fine young man better. Um, great. Well, should we get started? Yes, let's, let's go. Let's do it. All right. Welcome, Ryan. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're super excited that you're here. Um. Let's kick it off, if you would be so kind, Ryan, by just telling us a little bit about yourself. Maybe tell us your age, where you live, not like your address, oh. but like <laughs> the city you live in. Um, and just what do we need to know to get to know you better? Who is Ryan? Who is Ryan Farwell? I'm Ryan Farwell. I live in Denver. And I am a prep cook at a restaurant called Steamer Jacks in Arvada. And I'm 26 years old. 26 years old? Yes. For a second, I thought you said you were turning six <laughs> yeah, years old. You? And I was, was like, well, like, hold wow. on. First of all, you're <laughs> extremely verbal for a five-year-old. Um, <laughs> okay, you're 26 years old. Got it. And you're a prep cook. Awesome. Um, okay. That's a good start. What, how, would you, what, how would you characterize your personality, Ryan? I'm goofy and really kind to get to know. Yeah. And like to hang out with people. Yeah. That's a good overview. Okay. All right. So we're going to kick it off. All right. The first question I'm going to ask you, Ryan, is the same question that Mackenzie and I ask all of our guests. Okay. All right. The first question is, what's lit? Uh, work is lit. Why is work lit? Because I, I like to make a little su stuff, like different recipes, learning new stuff. 
Yeah, like what kind of stuff are you learning? What do you give us an example of a recipe that you're learning at work right now? Uh, I'm making a recipe called chick flour. Chick flour? Yeah. What is that? It's it's a flour for like breading the chicken. Oh, oh like chicken wings and stuff. Oh, could you teach us how to make that? Right. I'd be like, <laughs> all right. I'm like you. Yeah, you showed yeah, up tonight empty-handed, and I'm yeah. kind of wondering why. Um. Okay. So you're learning how to make chicken frying flour. Yeah. And uh, what goes into that process? Like, why does that feel lit to you? Because it's fun to learn different recipes. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other favorite ones that you've learned in the past? Making guacamole. Oh, guacamole. Ooh. And salsa. Um, what's your secret with guacamole? Because I think people get very serious about this. Uh, I make it really spicy. Oh, really? <laughs> you're like, <laughs> if your face isn't on fire, then you're not doing it right. <laughs> um, but, it's, but it's not my recipe. Okay. All right. It's something you learned at work? Yes. All right. Cool. And so work feels lit to you. That's great. Yeah. I think a lot of people would disagree, right? A lot of people say work is... Meh. Uh, yeah. It's meh. Right. Yeah. Meh. Which is maybe not the opposite of lit, but maybe it is actually, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. So that's cool that you think that work is lit yeah. right now. What else is lit in your life? Uh, I went to Tokyo. <laughs> Oh, what? Just a small issue of going Shoot. to Tokyo. Yeah. Uh, tell us about it. Oh, my brother lives there. What? What's he doing over there? He works for Exxon Mobil. All right. Okay. So yeah, that's a job that could take you around the world. Yeah. Um. So you and your parents went to go visit him. Yes. How was it? Really amazing. Yeah. What was your favorite part? To this fish market. Ooh. That you saw all the fishes getting chopped up. Oh, nice. Anything interesting that you hadn't seen before? Uh, tuna heads. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell us, were, what are they like? They're giant tuna down there. Yeah? Like yeah. as big as what? Bigger than this table. Oh, we're sitting at a table right now that's maybe like two that's and a half feet by four super feet. Super scary. That's yeah. a big fish. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> this is a table that's, I'm saying, two and a half feet by four yeah. feet. You're telling me that the tuna head is bigger than no, this table? No, it was like. Half of the table? Bigger than my like bigger than my hands. Okay, right now okay. your hands are maybe three feet wide. Yeah. Okay, but that's I a mean, big fish. Yeah, I mean, it is. Tuna get big. Can I tell you a story real quick, yeah. Ryan? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about fish. So when me and Andrea were swimming in the ocean in oh, the Bahamas. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Um we <laughs> I can't believe you're gonna drop the story. I'm gonna drop Go ahead, the story. Let's hear it. Um, we were swimming in the Bahamas, <laughs> right? And like, because um, we went on a trip with the wayfaring yeah. to the Bahamas, we were <laughs> snorkeling. <laughs> and Andrea dove to go get a conch shell, and oh. all this like dirt came out, and all these fish started attacking her, <laughs> and they thought it was food because like they like <laughs> eating bread, yeah. and we like could feed the fish, you know. And they all like came right at her to her face, and she screamed <laughs> underwater like no joke. She was like. <laughs> 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 i was dying and, and oh man this is legit the hardest i've ever seen Mackenzie laugh and first of all like people are probably like no big deal why are you screaming i'm like okay you don't understand like now listen there wasn't any fish as big as that tuna that you talked about but these I mean, parrot fish yeah like, that was no big. joke they, they were like seriously large fish over. and yeah. i wasn't trying to feed these fish i was trying to pick up a shell and it just poured sand and all of a sudden i got attacked brutally by underwater <laughs> creatures and they came for me 
And yeah. what, they were literally like nibbling. <laughs> and I know it doesn't really hurt, but it was just a lot. It was like a major sensory overload. Oh yeah. my gosh, I so thought Mackenzie was going to drown from laughing. Thank God we were both wearing the life little life, pre- life vest or we would have been done for. It was, it was a hot mess. But Listen, that- fish are surprising creatures. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Okay. And also like a fish market. I went to the fish market once in Sydney See. in Australia. I mean, they're not messing around. If you're no, in like a town like Tokyo... That like fish is their main their main deal. That's gonna Seattle. be Seattle too. Exactly. I mean, like all those big coastal cities, happen. they're gonna yeah, they be slapping people with fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They do any of that in Tokyo? No. And did not smell at all. Really? Ugh. Nope. Oh, a well ventilated hey. fish market. Hey, not surprising. Um. Okay. Cool. So that does sound pretty lit. I nice. got to fly business class. Hello. Ooh. You flew business class to Tokyo? My brother paid for it. Oh. Yeah. You paid for it? My brother. Nice guy. Yeah, he is. I should meet that guy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you should meet him. That's nice. That's yeah. Cool. He treated you and your parents to those yes, tickets? Yes, he did. Wow. That's, That's really nice cool. Bro. Yeah, that is. That's cool. Oh, wow. I should, I'm, I'm like, my mom <laughs> is listening and just being like, so when's the last time you treated me to business class? <laughs> <laughs> Keep That's waiting, so... my mother. I love you. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, yeah. Would you go back? Is it a place you recommend? Yes, I would. Yeah, not too crowded. Tokyo is massive. It's the biggest city no. in the world. But Tokyo was not very accessible. Not not too accessible for no. wheelchairs. Not at all. No. What did you have to do? Every time we had to get on the train, you had to go ask for a ramp. Okay. And so you would go and tell the conductor, or whoever, like, "Hey, yeah. we're going to be boarding this train." We need a ramp, and then they put the little white gloves on. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting detail. Yeah. And what, what were the gloves for? for? Just to pick up the ramp? For, like, germs, probably. Huh. Okay. Yeah. And then and then they would put the ramp. Is this to use the subway? Yeah, oh, the subway. Okay, the subway. And mm. then they would lay the ramp down? Yes. Okay. Because they don't come up, like, in Colorado trains. Right, because if you're going to take the light rail... It comes right up to you. Uh-huh. But not down there. You can do the ramp that will board exactly at the level of the train. Yes. But there, there's a there's a couple inches difference? Yeah, there is. Okay. Um, once you had the ramp in place, did it make it more accessible or was yeah, it more, still it a pain? W- it was easier. Easier. Okay. So it could go, drive right through. Okay. Yeah. But did you feel like it was frustrating to have to keep asking for a ramp? Yeah, it was. Okay. How long would it take? How long would you have to wait for it to come? Uh, the ramp? Yeah. Sometimes we could tell them right away. Okay. So not always too long. Yeah, and then they have to radio the other stops. Oh, and tell them have a ramp ready so when you like get the off. The ramp dude. The ramp dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a ramp dude. Yeah, somebody has a t-shirt that says ramp dude, but in <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. All right, let's let's put a pin in that because I want to talk more right. about accessibility in a little bit because that's a, that's a big juicy topic. Right. Um, but that's awesome. There's a lot going on. Yeah, there is. That's lit. Good on you. Yep. Okay, question number two, Ryan. If you could be an animal, what animal would you be, and why? I would be a horse. A horse. I haven't heard that one before. Okay, tell us more. So I could just hang out with people. No, have people ride me. (laughs) And if I don't like them, I will kick them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you could arrange that now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, what else about horses? Are oh, you horses to? are my favorite animal. How come? What are they like? Uh, they're friendly. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared of them. Mm-hmm. They really like me. Mm-hmm. And they, and I used to ride them. Mm-hmm. But not anymore. You want to say more about that? Oh, because I fell off a horse. That's why. Yeah. And so after your fall... We haven't got back into it yet. Okay. Yeah. And it's cool to me, though, that that a horse is still your favorite animal. It sounds like the fall didn't change that for you. Is that true? Yeah, it did. It did change me. It did not? Because I'm not so mad at him. Okay. He's an animal. Animals don't mean to do that. Okay. Cool. His name was Norman. 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 Oh, Norman. The Arabian. An Arabian. Yeah. Ooh. Beautiful. Um, okay. Have you seen Norman again since your No, fall? I haven't. Okay. When you used to ride, how often did you go? Every Saturday. Cool. And what did you what what do you enjoy about riding? Like what does it feel like when you're riding a horse? Uh I feel like you're free. Mm. Free from your chair. Okay. Free from your wheelchair? Yeah. All right. And it give you a really good stretch. Good stretch? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, when you say that, do you mean, like, you're using different parts of your yeah. muscles? Okay. Yes. Awesome. Now, Ryan, when you think about the future, do you think that, you know, starting to do horse riding again is part of your future? Yeah, it might be part of my future. If it might we, be. Because I can't fall anymore. Right. So, it's does it feel risky? If I had some and we thought it was a social event that's why we did it horses uh-huh you thought it was a social event yes okay. to talk to like with friends there mm-hmm. but that but they they didn't catch me when i fell the people who were supposed to help you yeah and so why didn't they catch you did they, they try not, or did uh, they not pay attention they were little people they were too little to help you? Yeah, they're not very strong. Uh-huh. So when it happened, they couldn't really yeah. help you. And you like big dudes. You need big dudes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're looking for some big dudes. To bring the big dudes out. <laughs> bring out the big dudes. Listen, if you're a big dude and you like horseback riding or horses, uh, Ryan maybe could use you as a buddy and you guys could go ride horses <laughs> together and take turns and... <laughs> no, you could be my sidewalker. Sidewalker, okay. But no, they did go on with me. Uh huh. They walk on the side. Yeah, to give you that spotting. Yes. Okay. So next time you would need a bigger spotter. Yes. Okay. To catch me. And what about what kind of supports do they have? Like, what kind of saddle are you? Uh, riding I don't need in? a special saddle. Just ri- your typical saddle. I could sit up normally. I could sit up straight, just uh, like you do in your chair. Yes. Okay. So it's just getting into the horse. That you yes. you kind of kind of have a higher place that you get on from, right? Oh, uh, there's a lift they have. Cool. To lift me on the horse. And then brings you right down into the saddle. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So what's keeping you from trying again? Do you feel my mom is scared of me from falling. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not scared. Yeah, I get that though. That was probably a scary phone call yeah, for her to get. No, she was with me. Oh, then that would be even more scary. <laughs> To see it no, happen. she was on a walk. Right. And that day she came back from Chicago. Oh, because her 
grandma died that day. No, her mom. Your grandma and her mom? Yeah, died. Died the day you fell off the horse? When she came back from Chicago. Oh, man. Yeah. So they went for a walk with Finnegan. They went for a walk and what? With my dog, Finnegan. Oh, with Finnegan. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they were on a walk. Your mom and your dad were on a walk with Finnegan while you were on your horseback ride? Yes. Now they, then some daughter of the main teacher went to go run get them. Oh, okay. Told me Ryan had fell. Okay. Yeah. And do you remember all that? Yes, I do. How does that feel to you, that memory? Not very fun. No? No. You remember what it felt like? Felt like uh, sad. And in your body, did it hurt? Yes, it did. Yeah. What happened from that? What did what were the results of that fall? I couldn't uh, turn back on my back. You couldn't get onto your back. I was stuck on my side. Uh huh. Cause I was hurting too much. That's why I didn't move. Uh huh. Yeah. And when you went to the hospital, what did they tell you had happened inside your body? Uh, did something to my back. Okay. And then how how did they fix it? Uh, nothing. Just over time. Over time. Yeah. Oh, with uh, with with an infusion. Okay, a spinal fusion. Yes. Okay. Um, and then and, and then you recovered from that. Like right away, right after that. They did the spinal fusion right after that. Right after, before I was leaving the hospital. Uh huh. Yeah. And there uh, was and there was cute nurses. <laughs> hey, hey. You see his face. His Liz- face is getting really red. <laughs> and I wanted her number. <laughs> did you, you ask for her, her number? number? Her name was Kelly. Kelly. Kelly, the cute nurse. If you're out there, Kelly, call me. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. If you're listening, Kelly, call Ryan. <laughs> or call the Wayfaring Band and we'll connect yeah. you. Um, so you're in the hospital. You're being treated for a serious fall. And yeah. you still have time to ask nurses for their phone number? Yes. That sounds like the Ryan I know. <laughs> Actually, no. Kelly was the first nurse when I went there the first time. Okay. When I broke my the- femur. Because you broke your femur before that. And hip. Now would be a good time, Ryan, if you're willing. Let's see if we can unpack a little bit. I'd like to, even though, so this podcast is not about disability only. But we do like to talk about disability a little bit with some of our guests. With all of our guests, right? We talk about how we're the same and how we're different. Um, So let's see if we can fill in some of of this part of your life. Uh, First, Ryan, can you tell us, are you willing to share what's... What's your diagnosis in terms of your disability? Yes, I can share this. Okay, go ahead. I have muscular dystrophy. Muscular dystrophy. Okay. And how... Now, muscular dystrophy is different for everybody, right? Yeah. So what's it like for you? Uh, I can do stuff, like work up... My hands are not weak. Okay. Your hands are not weak? I could like, cut stuff for the prep uh-huh. kitchen. Okay. Some people can't do that. Okay. Depends what kind you have. Right. Because muscular dystrophy is kind of like a big umbrella. Yes. Right? Like different types of, it expresses differently in different yes. bodies. Yeah, it does. Okay. So your hands, you have strength in your hands. Yes. You can chop. You can work as a prep cook. Yeah. Um. So where does it affect you and impact your experience? Just the, uh, like what I can't do. Yeah. Or just what's different maybe. Uh, I can't. That what you do differently maybe than some other I'm people. I'm in a scooter. I used to walk. Okay, you used to walk, and now you're in a scooter. So tell us, 
let's talk about kind of what that was like when you were younger up until now being 26. So when you were little, I was walking, you were walking. Yeah. Okay. And how did, how did mus like, when did you find out you had muscular dystrophy? When I was age, uh, I forget when ballpark, like little, little or high school. Like when I was first born. Okay. So when you were a baby. Yes. So you always knew. Yeah, I did. Okay. And when you were little and you could walk, could you run? Not really. Okay. Not that fast. Okay. So you could feel like you're that that like there you made choices based on it. Like you knew that your body was asking yeah. you to walk. Okay. And when did that start to change? When uh when I couldn't walk anymore? Yeah, cuz I when I first met you, you and I have known each other for a long time. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So how long, long do you think? Uh Long, 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 long. <laughs> well, hold on. We're not that old. Oh, um, I don't know. But probably at least like 12 years. 12 years. Yeah. Something like that. Something like oh, that. She yeah. has yeah. years on me. Then. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we probably met when you were like 14. Yeah. Um, and yeah, when I first met you, you were walking. Yes, it was. Um, and so tell us about when that started to change and when it made more sense for you to use a scooter. Oh, because I was getting weak in, weak in the legs. Uh-huh. And I, I was got I get more tired in the okay. afternoons. Yeah. One thing I've heard from some folks, like a common misconception about people who use wheelchairs, I think a lot of people who walk have this misconception that a lot of that wheelchair users have to be in their wheelchair all the time. And no, I'm not in right. It all and the not time. all right. Not all walkers realize that there's a lot of different kinds of wheelchair users. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there is. So sometimes it's like you can say that you just get tired, but maybe you're not tired in your head. You're just tired in your body. And so yeah. you want to keep moving around, but your body needs a break. So being in a scooter allows you to keep moving. Yeah, it does. But take a break with yes. your body. Um, yeah. So tell us, like, what's it like now? Um, in terms of like, what, what do you use your scooter for? When do you need help? When do you not need help? Uh, I use my scooter every day at like work. Okay. And when, what kind of stuff do you, is it easier if you have help with? Uh, don't really need help with the prep work. With that work, you don't need help. No. What about at home? Yes. Okay. What kind of help do you need at home? I help me get dressed. Getting dressed? Yeah. Okay. What other kind of help? Anything? Not uh, not brushing my teeth. Okay, so you do that on your own. Yes. Some like self care on your own. Yeah. But maybe like what showering or yes, going showering. to the bathroom depends. Depends which which one which, you want to which do. kind. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and then <laughs> it's just, it's just like okay. You're catching up. Mackenzie's yeah. catching up on what we mean. <laughs> yeah. Depends on yeah. depends on what kind, right? So yes. it depends on what kind of support we need, and then what. <laughs> Who is helping you when you need that kind of support? My mom or dad. Okay. Or if you're on a trip or something with a program, then somebody on your program. Yeah, somebody else can help me. Staff then. or somebody else. Yes. Yeah. But it, it's the kind of thing, it seems like it, it's good if the person really knows what they're doing. Yes. So that you can stay safe and don't have a fall if yeah. that person drops you or something like that. Yep. Um, Ryan, how easy or hard is it for you to ask for help? Uh, I can ask help if I get to know them. Okay. If I don't really know that, I won't ask them. Yeah. Me yeah. too. It It's a lot. Well, it depends. Because <laughs> yeah. certain kinds of help, 
I totally agree. Like if it's about something that feels intimate, um, where I might feel exposed, then it can be nice to know someone and have that trust. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, what kind of help do you give other people? Well, sometimes if they need help with prep working, I can say, do you need help? So like at work, you help other employees? Yes, I do. Okay. What other kind of help do you give people? Uh, not nothing, really. Wrong. <laughs> Mackenzie, how does Ryan help you, do you think? Or how does I mean, how do you see always, him? He always has a smile on his face. Uh-huh. And so like, if you're down, just look at Ryan because he <laughs> always has a smile on his face, I guess. And how does that help you specifically? I mean, because it makes me feel good because he's smiling. So when he smiles, I smile and then just a ray of sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny, like, it's funny, like, because you said you're goofy, Ryan. Because, like, I know you get mad sometimes, I'm sure. Yeah, I do. And, like, sad. Yes. You're not always happy. No. But but I do think (laughs) it's true that, like, that personality, like, you are goofy, you're fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think... I've I've seen in in the context of you being on on a trip with your friends from the Wayfaring Band, I've definitely seen you help a lot of people in terms of just being a friend. Yeah. Listening, yes. making somebody laugh. Um I think I just the reason I bring that up is just like as this reminder that there's a lot of different types of help. Yeah, there right? is. Right? And that help doesn't go in just one direction. No, it help, doesn't. You know, it's a circle. Um so you know, what is it what does it mean Ryan for you? Because the other part I want to talk about is accessibility because disability is sort of this word that we have to describe yeah. the experience of a physical or a cognitive difference. But it actually is two things. There's like what's happening inside your body and then there's what's happening inside the world. So if there were ramps everywhere, you know, the word disability might not feel appropriate because no. you could access all the same places if we built the environment with ramps then it might not feel like a difference right it was like yeah you, and in fact it might feel like an advantage to be using yeah, a wheelchair because i could never catch up with you if you were on wheels yeah. <laughs> right so i'm curious for you ryan what when let's ask you this first when are there times when you feel like you have access when you can get where you want to go what are some places that you've been that felt easy uh, some restaurants. Some restaurants? Yeah. Okay. Any in particular that you can think of? Uh, the the place across the way. The place across the way yeah. from where we are right now? Yes. Softa, that restaurant? or the, the whole That whole building. That whole building. So the, the source? Yes. Um, and that's that's a good example because it's a brand new building. It's like fairly new in the past, you know, year or two years. Um, and the nice thing about code but when a new building goes up it has to be accessible according yeah. to a certain code so that makes it a little easier to get yeah, around. it does okay and then talk, talk to us about some times when it sucks what are some things that people might not realize that make it hard for you to get in oh uh, with heavy doors heavy doors tell us about that the restaurant across the way from the prep kitchen from where you work yeah uh, the doors are really heavy okay so I never go across the way. So you don't go? Because it's not accessible over there. Okay. And they don't have a button that you can push? No, they, no, they do not. And so the door's too heavy for you to open? Yes. Then you can't get in? Yeah. And you don't want to go stand out there and just wait for somebody to see you? No. Okay, so you just don't go? Yeah. All right, so heavy doors make it hard for you to go places. What yeah, else does. makes it hard? 
giant steps. Giant steps. <laughs> or even regular size yes. steps. <laughs> so steps. Tell us what it feels like when you go somewhere and then there are steps. I'm sort of disappointed. Yeah? Because I want to go in there. Has that happened to you before where you've tried to go somewhere and you yeah. thought you could get in and then you couldn't? Yeah. Can you think of any times in particular? When I went to Old Major. Old Major, a restaurant? Yeah. Okay. So you were, you, you were planning to go to Old Major. You thought you'd be able to get in. Yeah. And then what happened? Uh, one guy said to me, some uh, old guy in a chair, in a push chair, told me to go backwards. To go backwards? Up the step. Can you do that in your scooter? Yes, I can. Okay, so so wait a minute. So when you got there, did you run into this other guy? He was leaving the restaurant. In his chair? Yes. And he gave you the advice to, to go, go ba up backwards? Yes. And did that work? Yes, it did. Listen, this is deep. Because like, I'm really interested in this. Um, there's like a subculture of life hacking <laughs> for folks who use different mobility devices. I'm curious, Ryan, to what degree are you in touch with other folks who use wheelchairs to be able to learn from each other about how to access things better. I didn't even know the dude. Yeah, but I mean, okay, in that case, it just happened to be that he was leaving as you were coming in. Yes. Which is kind of cool. Because he goes there a lot. Okay. What would you have done if he wasn't there, do you think? I found a different way. You would have found another way? Yes. And, and is that possible when you find just a couple little steps, like you can find a way to get up yes. them? Yes, and, and at the end of the day, end of the, the meal... We found a ramp. Where did you find that? Back of the restaurant. Oh, so they had a ramp. A we ramp. didn't know in the beginning. Right. Okay. So you figured it out, and then maybe mom or dad said something to yes. the manager, and then they were like, oh, oh no, yeah. they didn't say anything. Uh, my mom's friend went to go to the bathroom and then checked it out for me. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So times, have there ever been times when it didn't work out, when you got somewhere and then you couldn't get in? Uh, No. Not that you can think of? Oh, because my brother or my dad can lift up the chair wheels. What do you think about getting picked up? Uh, if I don't know that, no. Okay. But if it's your brother or your dad, it's okay? Yes. Because I know them. Okay. Because they know how to do it without hurting me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And a scooter's heavy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So they have to know how to do it right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thanks for sharing that, Ryan. You're um, welcome. Yeah, I wanted to kind of just get into... Have you ever been somewhere where, like, the elevator was broken? Or? Yes, I have. What's that like? It was not fun. I got stuck in the elevator at one of your... Whoops, walked right into that one. Rolled right into that one. Uh, yeah, you got stuck in an elevator at one of our events. Yeah. Correct. True. I at was there. At some church. It was my nightmare. We were at a church and our event was at the basement. Yeah. And we booked it because it had an elevator. So it was, it was theoretically accessible. Yeah, it was. It this like is what we've learned. And yeah. <laughs> it had like the, the little metal grate where you have to close yeah. the grate in yeah. order for it to work. And then it kind of got stuck in between yeah, floors because the grate came a little bit loose. And oh. so I could hear your mom through the wall being like, Andrea, <laughs> we're stuck in the elevator. And I was like, oh, no, my personal nightmare has come true. I have <laughs> the farwells are trapped in an elevator shaft. <laughs> so I ran upstairs to the other level and I started like opening and closing the grate, trying to get it to like reengage. And, and it finally worked and it, it finished and you guys and got my the mom, rest of the way out. My mom was tired that night. 
I mean, that she would, would make somebody tired. No, because she just got back from Chicago. Yeah. See her mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. Just regular life can be a lot. Yeah, and it is. An a elevator lot. locks you in. That's not the only time I got stuck in elevator. <laughs> You've been stuck in elevators a lot of times. You just wanted to. I can't do anything. That's it. Put me on blast. I'm good. <laughs> All right, we we deserve it. It's okay. We moved that event. I got now, that stuck event is on a in an elevator floor. with a stubborn toot teacher. With a stubborn teacher? No, stubborn a stubborn toot. A substitute. A substitute teacher. Oh, yeah. awkward. Oh, oh, that that one. Uh, Old dude, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're Bill. they're having a special special high school Sorry, eye contact. Sorry, Sorry Bill. Bill. <laughs> Sorry, old dude, Bill. <laughs> old dude. Um, he was a cool dude. He was. Okay, he was cool. So we you both. got stuck in an elevator with him? Yes. You got some karma there about <laughs> elevators, man. Yeah, I do. Well, I mostly the reason I wanted to bring that up is because I think you know yeah. what I heard you say about the heavy doors is like you just don't go there. That, not. like, when it's inaccessible, it's not worth it to you to, like, go to the extra effort to try and gain access. Yeah. It's easier to just go somewhere that you already know is going to work. Oh. Right? Is that true? Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, so, do you have any advice, Ryan, for folks who maybe are planning events or who are building buildings or, I don't know, planning parties? Like, what, what kind of stuff would make it easier for somebody who uses a wheelchair to come? Uh, do not put, do events at churches with old school elevators. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what else? Uh, make sure you build a building with ramps. Okay. Or good elevators, new elevators that won't break. Yep. And even that feels dicey. I mean, mm -hmm. I feel like I've heard so many stories about even really nice. I mean, New York City is notorious. The elevators are always broken uh, for the mm -hmm. subway. Um, and so the subway in New York is one of the most inaccessible subway systems in the world because of that. But, um, okay. What else? Uh, put a button on your door, like a handicap button. Okay. And if they don't have a button, then just make sure it's not too heavy. It just yell. <laughs> well, but it could, if it's lighter, can you open the door on your own? Yes, I can. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, just some stuff for us all to think about. I think, uh, yeah, let's just mull that over and, like, just yeah. for those of us who say, like, oh, I want a more inclusive community. I want to be in community with people who don't have the same experience as me. And I, you know, I want different kinds of friends. Um, there's work we have to do to be able to make that happen. Yeah. Um, and that's on us. So, all right, thanks for sharing that, Ryan. You're Stay welcome. tuned. Let's take a quick break and we will be right back. Bye. The Wayfaring Band is an adventure where everybody belongs. But we're not a rock and roll band, are we, Mackenzie? No. So what type of band are we? We are a band of travelers. A band of travelers, right. So the Wayfaring Band creates original, transformative adventures for adults with and without intellectual and developmental disabilities. But who can travel with the band? Everybody. Oh, that's right. Everybody can. Well, as long as they're a grown-up, right? I mean, our programs are for adults. Sorry, kids. Yeah, sorry, kids. But if you're an adult, everybody, you too can travel with the Wayfaring Band. Adults with developmental disabilities, caregivers, students, teachers, professionals, activists, interested community members, all of you are welcome to join us on tour and experience our culture of inclusion firsthand. Be a part of it. How can they learn more, Mackenzie? Learn more at 
www.thewayfaringband.com. Let's go. Hello and welcome back. Welcome back. We're so glad that you're sticking with us. We are here with our guest, Ryan Farwell, who, uh, the goofy, (laughs) the great, um, he's regaling us with some interesting stories of the ways in which we failed him in the past. Uh, no, yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but listen, during the break, Mackenzie and I got to talking and she was like, listen, if you don't let me talk about <laughs> high school, I'm going to lose it. So I think Ryan, it's Watch time out. that we like dive in a little All bit. Right. I feel like I want to know. Okay. So where'd you go to high school? Thomas Je- Jefferson. Thomas TJ. Jefferson. TJ. Yeah. Yo, my dad, by the way, when my dad was in high school, he went to Catholic school until he got kicked out, and then he went to <laughs> TJ. <laughs> hey, TJ's words? I think ah, a handful yeah, of his brothers had the same story. Um, okay, so TJ, you went to TJ, and when you guys knew each other, was this like high school, high school, or was this transition program, or what? Uh, high, school. high school. Okay. All right, let's ask Mackenzie what she remembers about you. Ooh-hoo. What do you got, Mac? <laughs> um, wow. I mean, Ryan was like quiet, but funny was always early to class. Good man. It was really good. Um, What else? Always trying to get girls' numbers. Yes, Wait, m- not much has changed, it <laughs> sounds like. Don't no, worry, we're going like, to dive into that. Say, he would just say, I'm trying to get this girl's number. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, look what I got. And he would show me, Can show I us his phone. It? Can I have your <laughs> number? Can he, I he have it? He actually gets them, too. I, I did. did. Yeah, he did. I okay. would get them. He's a player. All right. Got Actually, one wrote on my. I said, "Do you have paper?" Mm. And I said, "Right on my arm." <laughs> I Whoa, do remember that. Good move, and then I found move. out that day, it was a fake number. Ooh, cold. Yeah, totally cold. Yeah. I hate them. Not cool. Hate them. Um, just say no. I mean, I I get it. Like, yeah. Sometimes it's hard. I know. Yeah, it was. It's a tough situation all the way around. But you know, it's okay to say no if somebody asks for your number. It's okay to just say no. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. All right. Go on, Mackenzie. Um. What else? Super funny. Um. Yeah. What was your program Zumba. like? Like, what kind of a situation are we talking about at high school? Was um, this like a special we were, ed yeah. class or? We we were both in special ed, but so we would go to classes, but we would have support in those classes. Like a paraprofessional would be with you yeah. in class. Yes. Okay, so you yeah. would go through the typical track. Yeah. With but a para. Yeah. Okay. But our homeroom was. Uh, special ed. other folks who also yeah. had parents yes. with them okay yeah. cool yeah but i just remember ryan like just coming to class with a smile on and just being ryan yeah that's cool that you guys have known each other that long yeah it's a special like, thing still, to have a high school friend yeah ryan let me ask you this what did you think about the class did you like your program yes i did yeah <laughs> there was one class i was not time to what was it spanish Oh, I dr- uh, you didn't oh. like Spanish? No, I was busy. <laughs> Por qué no? I was talking to a girl. Uh, <laughs> es importante aprender español. Por favor, tienes que practicar. Panic. Panic. <laughs> you, you didn't have time to take Spanish because you were too busy talking to girls? Yes. Don't you realize that if you spoke Spanish and English that you could talk to twice as many women? Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I could. <laughs> it's not too late to take Spanish. That's right. It's not too late. It's never too late. <laughs> um, speaking of... I think it's a perfect transition into what I really want to talk to Ryan about. Get there. <laughs> la, 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 Love. Love. Okay. 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 <laughs> Ryan, what's what's the skinny on love? I am single and single. 
Single and single. I wish everybody could see that he just did shoulder left, shoulder right. Single and single. Um, yeah, uh, if you, any girls out there, if you're looking, okay. call me. Hey. Okay, so you're looking. You're interested. Yes. Tell us what you're looking for. A redhead. Oh, okay. That's specific. <laughs> okay. That's very specific. I mean, you're, okay. Any red. Any, any red. redhead. Or brunette. <laughs> okay. What about blondes? Yes, I like blondes. Okay, so really anything goes. Yes. Um, what about when you picture what you're looking for right now, Ryan? Are you looking for a girlfriend? Are you looking just a for, girlfriend? Yeah, not a wife or no, not yet. And they don't have children. And they you don't want to be a stepdad? No, no, not right now. Not right okay. now. Okay, so you're looking for a girlfriend. Yes. And what what would be when you think about your ideal relationship? What what would it look like? Uh. Like how often do you want to see her? Maybe how on often weekends do you when I'm not working? Weekends when yeah. you're not working? Okay. Yes. And what kind of stuff do you want to do for dates? Go to a movie. Uh huh. Go to dinner, lunch, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what else? <laughs> His face is red. I, don't know. I know, but this is the thing. You know, some of those numbers that you're asking for might actually give them to you, and then you got to call them, and then you got to <laughs> ask them to do stuff. What so you want to like, do? I, I will ask them. Okay. But they might say, well, what do you want to do? And then what do you want to do? Go to a movie. Okay. So you start with a movie. Yeah. Okay. What's a good date movie? Uh, like if you think of all the movies you've ever seen, it doesn't movies. have to be out right now. No, I do not like scary movies. Oh. But like if you think about all the movies you've ever seen, are there any that feel like a good date movie? Uh, not really. Well, then why are you <laughs> going to go to the movies? Oh, there was a movie called Yesterday. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't know it. What's it's, it about? Isn't it about like a uh, every, uh, it's hit? Like, no, everyone forgot about the Beatles. Yeah. Except oh, for him. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. about this movie. Yeah. Okay, where everybody is like it was like an alternate reality where nobody knew who the Beatles were. Yeah, but okay. he got like hit by a car or something. No, the power. The whole world shut down. Okay. Oh. And a bus hit him. Okay, yeah, and it yeah. basically, then he like woke back up in an alternate reality where the Beatles didn't exist. Yes. Okay, I've heard about this. Okay, yeah, that would probably be a great date movie. Yeah. All right. Um, and what kind of restaurants? Like, are you like a romance guy? Is this like a rose petals and candles moment? Or um, like no. casual or what? Maybe at like one of those food court places, like like the Central. Like the where? Like the place across the way. Oh, central. like the source yes. or like Central Market. And like so those Broadway. Are like, yeah, like fancy food court places. Yes. Or like um, Stanley Market or, right? Yeah. Some of these kind of like modern, trendy Hip. spots where you have lots of choices. Yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. I think a lot of people like that. Um, And really, Ryan, why do you want a girlfriend? Maybe it seems obvious, but I still, I actually think that there's really different answers. One. You don't really want mm-hmm. one? Because uh, my brother said they're too much work, mm-hmm. and they want a lot of stuff. Like, m- they want you to buy them stuff. Okay. But if the right one comes to you... I will say sure. I mean, what I mean, like, is when the right one comes to you, they should be, like, you would buy her something, and then she would buy you something, you know? Yeah. The opposite, so you guys are on the same level. It's so hard to meet a girlfriend right after... We are out of, out of high school. Did it feel easier in high school? Yes. Why? Because they're, everyone's like right near you. Yeah. I echo that. I think it's easier. It's funny because when I was in school, it didn't feel easy. <laughs> it never feels easy, right? 
but it is true that like there's just a lot more people around when you're in school yeah what about at your job um don't really want to date a party no too because if i break up with them they right i will see them every day that's why yeah what about dating apps have you ever no does that interest you not really why not because i don't want to spend money you can do it for free yeah no there are a lot of them that are for free because i'm serious though because i'm like so if you don't meet it, someone at work and you don't you're not in school anymore then how do you meet women um colfax oh <laughs> okay just kidding Cole, for those oh. listeners who aren't from denver just they might kidding not know. no it's okay i mean you know some people that is that is a valid response <laughs> if you don't live in denver the historic uh, connotation of Colfax <laughs> Avenue, you can probably guess. Um, yes, that would be one way. Yeah. Although it one. might be different. I mean, do you drive? No. Okay. So how do you get around? Uh, accessoride. Accessoride. Okay. So that's the, the, the public transportation that will come and pick you up at your door and take you somewhere. Sometimes. And then how else do you get around? My mom. Uh-huh. We have an accessible Honda Pilot. Nice. Um, you think your mom will drive you down Colfax? No. <laughs> yeah, some people right, maybe. No. Well, it's interesting. Oh, my brother. Your brother might. He yeah, might if he gets back someday. from Japan, maybe he can help Supposed you. Supposed to see him at uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, cool. And Christmas. Cool. But real talk, Ryan. I guess because here's what I want to get to the bottom about love. Because I, I mean, I think a lot of people can identify. I can identify with thinking that there's something special in in a romantic relationship that's different from a friendship yeah um and for you when you picture your life does it feel important to you to have that that relationship Uh, yes what do you think makes it hard so i heard you say one thing makes it hard being out of high school being out of high school what else makes it hard to find a person to Um, date my disability do you think that's true no no you don't think it's true that it's hard no okay what else makes it hard? Being shy. Being shy. So it's interesting because you're talking about asking people for their number. It doesn't sound like you're that shy. No, but was then, it? But then are you shy? A little. Okay. To ask that if you want to go out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mackenzie, if you don't mind, I want to bring you in on this a little bit. And, and tell me your experience, knowing that it's going to, of course, be different from Ryan's. Um, But what about this this question of dating and experiencing a disability what where do you find that you can connect does it you know when does it help does it get in the way like what what is it like well or does disability have nothing to do with it i mean i think it can go both ways we're still young so it's like we don't need to rush into a relationship right now. no doubt so i'm just like you know sitting back and enjoying that single life right with you ryan well but i think but let me i'm gonna push here a little bit because i think (laughs) one of the things that is a little bit different is that both of you are in your 20s in your mid-20s and you are living at home for various reasons now your situation is a little different mac because you're living in a carriage house sort of separate from your mom's house but how does living at home affect your dating life I mean, what what if your parents come in and <laughs> <laughs> sure and then, yeah, that awkward. type of <laughs> very yeah awkward. awkward right and you'd be trying to get your clothes on and they're you, like, what are you doing? <laughs> get out of my house! 
this is not okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like you could bring someone home to your house or do you feel like <sighs> I mean would be yes risky? and no. Yes uh-huh. and no. My mom's super outgoing, but sure. she always has to nitpick there's like this one red flag that I should be aware of. And you kind of don't always want her perspective. Yeah. It's like let me fail by myself, <laughs> you know. Okay. I see that, but I mean, mom. Parents are just gonna be parents because they want you to be safe. So I understand yeah. that. Right. Um, going back on the dating thing, sometimes I do think it's a disability because they feel like, oh, I'm gonna have to take care of them all my life and mm. blah blah blah. But for me, I was like, I'm independent, so I don't really need that type of help. Right. But I probably would like need help remind me of taking my meds. But I would hire some somebody else to do that, not my person. <laughs> or not your lover yeah okay and then ryan what yes. about you living at home and like do you feel like that is on your mind when you think about dating sometimes okay just put a sock on the door <laughs> everybody <laughs> should know that <laughs> <laughs> or a hat that's, or that's a hat. something for some parents my, to get used to my door does not lock yeah, that's a problem okay. if you wanted to bring somebody <laughs> home. But let me, I mean, Ryan, this is, I mean, this is, I think, a lot of something a lot of people can relate to. You know, there are a lot of people who are young adults who are living at home for a lot of different reasons. Um, and I guess, Ryan, I'm curious, do you feel like your parents see you as an adult? Or do you feel like they see you as a kid uh, or somewhere in between? As an adult. As an adult. Yeah. And could you live independently if, if you I had, had support? Some help, yeah. Yeah? I could. Have you ever considered that? I was about to. You're about to? Yeah. So what, yeah, what are you, what are you considering? I was about to go to college. Okay. Roswell, New Mexico. You're looking at the University of New Mexico, Roswell? No, no, are you? You was. I was. Uh-huh. And then what? And I rolled my ankle badly. Okay. And so, and so no, you're not considering it? No. Do you mean before you were doing that? Yes. A while ago. Okay. And so now, though, when you think about wanting to be independent, do you have a desire to move out of your parents' house? If I if find the right person to help me. Okay. And are you looking for that person? Or not, not right, right now. now. No. Okay. Okay. Um, Ryan, do you have any questions either for me or for Mackenzie? Yes, I do. Yes, he does. Excellent. Ooh. Hit us. What you got? Why do you like sloths? Oh, yes, Mackenzie. <laughs> why do you like sloths? Why do I like sloths? All right. Well, wait. Co- subtext. Context. Uh, Ryan, can you explain <laughs> what made you think of that? Oh, because she's wearing a sloth sweatshirt. Yeah, that's sort of important. So Mackenzie is currently wearing a hoodie yeah. that is not just has a sloth on it, but the entire hoodie oh, is a sloth. Yeah, head. it is. Like the arms are like have fur on it. There's like a huge face. The nose is like right in the center of her chest. It's like a massive sloth head. Okay, continue. I just feel like that visual is important for the the story. Continue. Makes sense. Um, Why I like sloths? I don't know, Ryan. Um, Maybe just to get get Andrea mad. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I feel like my spare animal is a sloth. So like I'm super. well not slow but you know super chill and the like chill yeah um and um i mean they'll get there when you get there that's where i need to like i'm i'm starting to do that and so i ain't you know i'm just chill (laughs) Mm. 
And they look super cuddly, and they could be really mean, too, with the claws. You know, they can yeah. slice your face. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Uh, um, but I'm a lover, not a fighter, and I feel like they're a lover and not a fighter. Yeah. And they're just really cute. And, you know, when they just, just hold them. Oh. Just, <laughs> Man. <laughs> but, yes, that's why I like sloths. Nice. Good question. Any others? Uh not really. Do you have anything else you want the world to know about you, Ryan? Hopefully someday the doctors will figure out how to get rid of muscle dystrophy. Do you want that? Yes, I do. So I could drive myself. What do you imagine, yeah, what would be different in your life? No more chair. Okay. And do you want that? Do you want no more chair? Yeah. Okay. want to hang out with people, uh, a girl... They go to her house without her parents. Uh huh. And do you feel like you need to be able to get rid of your chair in order to do that? Yeah, so it won't be so it could be independent again. Uh huh. So I won't have my parents help me all the time. Mm-hmm. No offense, parents. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to have good help. Yeah. But it's also nice not to need it. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. For sharing so much of yourself with us today. You're so welcome. Even after all these years, I feel like it's still awesome to get to know you better. Yeah. Same. Cool. Thanks so much for coming. Peace Listeners, out, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peace out, people. Peace Listeners, out. thanks so much for tuning in. And we'll be back next time. Thank you. See you. Yeah. Bye. Everybody In is sound engineered by Karen Hibner with original music by The Dosage. It is produced by The Wayfaring Band, a Denver-based 501c3 nonprofit specializing in life skills and leadership training through travel for adults with and without disabilities. Be sure to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Later, alligator. <laughs>